and now I present to you a Dick's production named Don't So we wanted a snappy line for the intro. So like Batman v Superman. Who is this film for? I mean, essentially, I think I think that might be like a tagline, like the title, like Batman v Superman. We're not sure what the film is for. Who's who's watching this? Who is watching this? I mean, us apparently twice. Okay, I think I think you're a bigger fan of the comics in general. We we should we should. In, I mean, in general comics, yes. These specific characters, eh, not so much. Like, I mean, okay. I just I just walked into the film. I was like, all that's right. Fair. I, I, I don't do very many comics. The comics that I do read were Pathfinder comics and the Deadpool comics that I have, and Watchmen. I actually enjoyed that a lot. So I mean, I watched the Superman movie, Man of Steel. Yes. That was utter trash. Um, really, really set the bar just real high for this one. Oh man! Yeah, I, I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand who this movie was for. My hypothesis at first when I walked into this movie was like, okay, I saw the Batman scene, but every yeah. movie that has Batman now needs the Batman yeah. scene. Yeah. I, have, I have a bugbear with the Batman scene, but my hypothesis for who this movie was for was for people who knew the comics and they wanted a new spin on it. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm guessing that. But the the Jim Jam is, I don't. It, it does everything completely incorrectly for it. Like, for example, in, in, in a movie-type format, you would need to have some, like... You have to expect people to just walk into this movie. Yeah. So you need a, a redeeming value every or movie, Every movie has to be somebody's first interaction with the franchise. Like, if there was a like Deadpool movie, for example. I think that's a good, good, good place to start on that. Yep. Deadpool... Had a lot of stuff for the fans because there was just a bunch of like superhero name drops and like a lot of other shit referencing the comics. But Deadpool itself was a such a likable character, and they made him such a goofball in that movie that anyone who walked in who didn't know who Deadpool was now know who Deadpool is. Yeah, um, I understand. Man of Steel was a jumping point for this movie. I but- still don't know who Superman is, by the way. <laughs> Superman's a whiny bitch. Oh my lord! All right, so there's so many. All right, there's so many conflicting themes that even if you were there and you enjoyed the comics and you know who like who everything is, like you can point out without them name dropping. Like that's supposed to be the senator. Oh, that's Lex Luthor. I got this. Um, I think it's it left it left me confused. We watched it twice. Yep. Um, yep. yep. The extended cut. Yeah. Uh, there's. By the like, way, I didn't tell you that was the extended cut sucker. I, I, what was there needed to extend? I don't know. They needed more Senate scenes. I think that left a really bad taste in my mouth. Oh, because huh, okay, yeah, all right, all right. What, what should we start with? with? Well, we should probably like start trying to go chronolo- chronologically here. All right, so, I have three pages of notes, by the way. I have one. I write more conservatively. All right, so, so we'll, we'll start. We'll start from the beginning. So we open up Batman as a kid. Oh look, his family dies again. What a surprise! Problem. If immediately, like. <laughs> Alright, so I understand that we need to establish plot, and we need yep. to establish why Batman does what he does. However, absolutely nothing's changed in the Batman origin on this one. Everything really? is vanilla. Now, if Batman's still Batman? Even Batman's when still... Batman does Batman, Batman? Batman? Oh, man. Like, and, and look, and that's no, not Batman. initially my problem, but if you walked into this movie as a fan, you knew who Batman was. Yep. I think everyone, even people in impoverished countries that don't have any television or any source of outside popular culture media know who Batman is. You would probably know who Batman is. At, this, at, this, point, origin story. at this point, unless you're changing the origin story, like with one, either even, even a minor detail, there was nothing changed except for that he was Bat-Jesus. Yep. 
Um, but that was that was a dream. So I mean, that, yeah, it's supposed to be a dream state where he just gets lifted up and well by the bats. Like I don't, <laughs> don't understand. Just thus cementing him as Bat Jesus, mm. which mm. plays along the whole God thing as well. Like he he ascended via bats, but I don't think he chose bats because they saved him as a kid. Nope, I'm pretty, nope. pretty sure that they're a symbol of the night. He could have been an owl man. Which, in alternate universes, he is. I don't fucking understand. It's a very arbitrary, like... It's very arbitrary. Night Critter. Night Critter Man is pretty much like Bruce Wayne's motif in all dimensions. Also, if someone walked into that movie and didn't know who Batman was, they now think that bats have supernatural powers to him. Which also is insinuated by the scene which they show Batman, uh, like, fight crime. Like, the, the place with all the chicks in the basement... Uh, that's just trapped in a cell. Oh, yeah. And yeah, the introduction to that was bats flying out of everywhere. Yeah, if in case you didn't know it was Gotham already, we had the Gotham versus Metropolis football fight, and then it goes into Batman, just Batman stuff, because Batman is Batman. Oh, my Lord. Bats, bats and Batman. Also, that opening scene, we just glazed over that. I was very upset with the opening scene of, like, you know, Bruce Wayne running in to go save people at his... Work place? Yes. So he helicopters in. Yes. Steals a cube van of some sort. Drives there where, like, into a city where no one has self-preservation. Like, <clears throat> he shows up at the city. Everybody that works at his building is still in the building. Everyone in that building is still in there. Like, all right, there's an alien attacking, but we got a job to do. The, the alien ship cruised over Metropolis and started gri- like drilling into the Earth. Like, that was the point of Man's Steel, was just to overload the core, I think, and just obliterate the Earth, or yeah. something to that extent. I can't remember, because, wow, that movie was forgettable. S- you had time. You had time to leave. Ever Like, nobody has self-preservation. In that and then the, the, the boss man just went down with the ship. Yep. No, for no reason. It, yep. And that ship that they showed just cutting through the city had... Only that point. Like, that, that, it was only It didn't that. even show it going down. It like, that was the ship that, that Lex Luthor took, because the drilling machine, I think, was just broken. Yeah, like, that. that is the ship, I'm pretty sure, that they establish as where he makes Doomsday. Spoilers alert, you should see the trailers. You didn't see the trailer, that's right. We yeah, no, we, we wanted to see the trailer so I knew how, how that got advertised. Well, well, I probably will have a point, but I think this will run way too long. So, yeah, we had the opening, Batman gets... Kill. Another Batman's, uh, Batman's family gets killed. I have I have a point with the, with the opening because comic book uh, civilians are very stupid. Yeah, that's established. The that's, firefighters stop firefighting. But <laughs> if we're trying bit. to be edgy and realistic, as this movie is evidently trying to be, like it's it's obviously supposed to be edgy. But even with all the edge, if you're writing people as people, they should probably evacuate immediately. Yeah, that's my problem with every. Here's the thing about the DC films, all right? They just want to see people die for no effect. Hmm. Like, that woman that testified that said to the senator, oh, hey, I lied, she died. Did you feel anything for that character? Hmm. I understand, like, she was a plot point. She was a very important plot point. But it was glazed over, and she immediately died. Well, let's 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 keep going. All right, keep, keep going chronological order. All right, all right. So, robber happened. Firefighters stopped work despite numerous fires and panic. Uh, to the CEO destroyed. Oh well, well, we must well do the opening scene with like uh, Lois Lane. Oh right, yeah, yeah no, that's she's, that's she's in Africa. I, I think we've had the most to say about the African scene. 
just oh yeah so yeah yeah what it goes is like the the building goes down yes casualties of people blah yeah. blah blah then it goes to fresh and decrepitite cut to Africa so we cut from that to people fishing find a rock oh look it's kryptonite immediately cut away from that because okay um, okay. <laughs> with, with that scene that scene was fine that was just exposition like they were looking for something with the crash evidently because they showed like whatever the fuck structure that was in the ocean and they were like we found what we were looking for you know what would have been good what is if they took that rock mm-hmm. and put it in a box that said LexCorp that would be amazing but no we didn't establish nope. it LexCorp did nope. that nope so uh, actually yeah because it's just automatically like for some reason just appears in Lex's yep. hands yep like I understand that it's implied, like later in the movie, that like it was obviously him, but there was no there was no need for that payoff. Like there was actually that payoff was negative. Um, now that I think of it, so yeah, we cut to we cut to the rock. The rock gets broken open. Oh look, it's kryptonite. Immediately cut to Africa. Yeah. So now Lois Lane apparently is the god of reporters because she could just get anywhere for anything. The CIA utilizes her apparently because she goes there. With the camera guy who was working for CIA, who gets shot and killed, and then that was yeah, super, poor, poor Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, which apparently people had issues like, oh yeah, by the way, that was Jimmy Olsen, but you wouldn't know. It's like yeah, he he says it in the movie. I mean, it was just one name, and he wasn't around for very long. But you know, but yeah, so she gets to Africa, is talking with some sort of like African leader of sorts, mercenary guys show up. Realize, oh look, he's CIA. Well, not show up; they were there. Realize he's CIA. Execute him, and then the states are all like, "Well, things went south. Bomb it." What? Now, <laughs> that's how you. Okay, all right. There is so many civilians, so many potential like casualties there. It's ludicrous. Yeah, but you're. Lois Lane is a god of reporters. She'll be fine. She's a shiny golden goddess. She needs to be protected. Which is evident because the, the, the leader guy didn't immediately kill her either, just takes her hostage, and then ba- Batman, oh my god, Superman shows up, Matt Damon shows up, and um, <laughs> just takes him out, throws him through window, through, through walls, he's dead. Like, that guy would have had to die. To bust a person through multiple concrete walls, you die. Also, we didn't explain the scene in which... Uh, the missile from the drone from the CIA was going towards that place, and then Superman intercepted yeah, it. Yeah, like that—that's how he. That's overall sh- net positive in life saved versus life lost. Yeah. I also love how they just left Lois there. Yeah. So the, yeah, they go to bomb it. Superman shows up, blows the bo- like blows the missile up, blows yeah. the drone up, saves Lois Lane, and then just like leaves her in Africa. I think it's so that like the CIA could just pick her up. I guess so. Or something. Um. The whole plot point there was that they, like her book got shot. There yeah. was absolutely no stakes. The book got just got shot. Yeah, everybody there was incompetent except for the mercenaries. Like a guy comes around the corner shooting the AK forty seven at the ground. But and right. then and then they have a scene in which like the mercenaries burn <laughs> a bunch of bodies, like flamethrower and everything. Just yep. burn it all. And then the, you know we show the scene of it, and then like the the CIA the agents come in, and the, everyone and all all the women in the like village are panicking because you know. Everyone died and got melted and shit. And then they had, like, one one woman testify. And it was Superman's doing. Yeah. Which... Sport- Superman's known for taking people, putting them in a pile, and lighting them all on fire. I also love how, with the history of Superman, they just don't, like... Like, obviously, the people who are pro-Superman would. But there was a whole, like, huge negativity. Like, they only showed the negative bits, which... 
in media, that's essentially what you do to build up sympathy for the character. But they built up Superman in this movie with no redeeming values whatsoever. And even though we know that's not what happened as an audience, like it's shown that no one ever stopped to think, what if Superman isn't a dick? Even though Superman is a dick. Superman is really a dick. Um, so yeah, we go to Africa. Yep. That happens. Then Yeah, then we go to the Gotham reveal of Batman, which is like the worst Batman reveal I think I've ever seen in a movie. Like, attack. He's sitting up in the corner of a room. Like up in the up and up in the corner. He's like, he's attached to. It. He's like Nightcrawler in that case. And then and then they fire a shotgun at him, and he just like can crawl across the wall, and then get out. Look, it's Bruce. It's Bruce Wayne technology. You don't you don't understand. He, he just he just ran away. And then there was a reveal with the Bat brand. Yeah, he brands the guy. Now Batman's known for branding people, right? It doesn't even make any sense. Um, I, we have a, we have a big problem with this movie because of the preservation of life via Batman and Superman because they work not to kill people. In That's 19- established in the nineteen forties. It is specified that Batman said, "Like we do not kill people with any sort of weapon." All the way up until Man of Steel, or at least like in, in actual official publications, I don't think he's killed anyone unless he absolutely had to. Yeah, he did not absolutely. Okay, whole point of the Bat brand was to strike fear. Like, it's just one extra dash of so so good fear. Yeah. For some reason, prison inmates take that as, like, a challenge and kill the person with the bat brand when they're in jail. Which makes absolutely no sense. It makes no sense, but, well... well they're not horrible people, generally. They're just basic criminals. Maybe a little bit higher on the chain of criminal command, but, like, brand them. And they die in jail. They're not, like, and pedophiles like, or anything. Yeah. Uh, the scene afterwards with Alfred and, and Batman... Uh, Bruce Wayne. I don't know why. It, spoiler, <laughs> Batman is Bruce Wayne. Um, Alfred even says, like... Alfred shows him that uh, people with the Bat brand die, so why are you doing that? Yep. And Batman doesn't give a fuck. Bat, that's, the new, that's the new edgy Batman. Like, yeah, the, the brand is killing people, but, like... What what is, what is the point? What is the point of killing the people with the brand? All right, so here's here's the Jimmy Jams. All right, Batman brands them for fear, and then for some reason they die. And as you've ex- as as if you've exasperated, there's no point in killing the people with the Bat brand because they're not special in any way. No. You could have been branded with the Bat brand. Like there's absolutely no way. In fact, you're probably more likely to team up with a supervillain if you have the Bat brand because now you have a like personal mark on yourself. In fact. I would love a plot point in which they saved the Bat Brand people. Well, yeah, like, the the brand would be a really good idea for people who were, you know, robbed by Batman and people fucking just rise up against him. Now, here's, here's the thing, though. Um, this one specific guy that they catch with the Bat Brand was hired by someone else to kill him. So evidently, like, they just, like, evidently someone's pissing in their soup. So, like, yeah, so, so he has the Bat Brand. Yes. He's not really, like, Batman says, Bruce Wayne says, he didn't really give much information. Yeah. Like, like Alfred asks, was it fruitful? He says, not really, no. Just somebody on the whatever. But still, I guess that's enough for him to die, because he's still in connection with the Russian guy? I also love how it's only implied that this one guy is the one that set Batman in motion for, like... Like, okay, so what happened after the whole scene with the stabbing with, with the guy with the Batbrand... Um, first of all, the setup for it is there was a guy talking to another guy via the like prison telephones. Um, after that, like essentially, they just nodded and was like, "Yeah, no, I, I have, I can take care of this." He gets past a shank and then he proceeds to stab the guy with the bat brand. Now, 
Bruce Wayne knows that um, people with a bad brand die. But this one was a specific hired hit because he was sent pictures of the guy that died yep. along with... Or, no, no. Those pictures were given to Superman. Oh, right. Yeah, to, uh, to egg him on. So what was the point... What was the entire point of that? Eventually he was going to die anyway, so Lex essentially... like It's implied later in the movie that Lex uh, employed him to... Uh, employed whoever told the prison inmate to kill him and take pictures, apparently, um, to send the Superman to go investigate Bruce Wayne. But that also has another contention of, like... We, we don't know at first who sent them, obviously. Um, but it's revealed that it's... Uh, it's revealed that it is Lex, but yeah, that would imply that Lex knows who Clark Kent like, is. Like, Lex knew who Clark Kent was, like, at the beginning of the movie, practically. He, like, yeah, it there doesn't was, make sense. And as you've explained, there's nothing in Man of Steel that would, like, do that. Would no, that? Yeah. because Lex Luthor was not introduced until this movie. So Lex Luthor, introduced in this movie, knows who Clark Kent is, specifically invites him to a party. I can understand him inviting Bruce Wayne, because that was a whole, that was a whole plot point. Oh, yeah, sort of thing, right? Yeah. Like, he wanted... Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne to meet because for some reason not only does he know who Clark Kent is random reporter dude but he also knows that Clark Kent is Superman at the beginning of the film because otherwise why would he invite Clark Kent into it last thing on the branding um so Batman knows branding people kills them now yes he was branding people for a while probably because it would have gotten to the point where you know it's built a reputation that the guy when he's being thrown in prison like I've got the Brat brand you know what they do to me but yet that's the first publication of it in the paper yeah like this is this is almost like it's the first time which evidently it's not so who's hiding all of this until right now like what's the point of that it's confusing um, there's also a scene I think it's before the party in which Clark Kent goes to Gotham and he I don't know what he's trying to find. No, he's trying to talk to the black lady who was confessing that Superman was the one that killed everybody in Africa. Okay. Now, for some reason, and I understand fear is the whole entire thing about um, uh, about Batman's character. Yeah. But at the same time, there is this random like guy in the middle, like essentially right in front of the house where Clark Kent visited. And Clark Kent does not look like the type of guy that would cause trouble. No. But he... But, Well-kept glasses. Nice, yes. Nice clothes. But old guy pulls him down, essentially, and goes, look, you gotta watch out. There's a new guy in town. Like, he's, he's, he's super... He, he's gonna kill you. He's gonna brain you. He's gonna throw you in jail. Even though Clark Kent was just nosing around, like, he, he's not planning on doing anything, and it's not visible that he's planning on doing anything. And I was like, all right, who is this? Who is this? And then it's like, it's the Batman. And, like, first of all... Batman would only do that to criminals. Yeah. Secondly, why are the civilians fearing the person trying to like, t- t- trying to help them essentially? Like, is it because he has power? Is it because which doesn't fit with the theme of the movie? Or as I've the said, theme of like entire who Batman is like down to his core. Yeah, like the theme of Batman is he wants to strike fear into the hearts of anyone who wants to do bad. Yep. So evidently, either he's a criminal. Which is unimplied because he's just a guy scratching a lottery ticket in front of the house that Clark Kent needs to go to. Which would also imply that they're, like, friendlies. Yeah, well, like, even that, the, that one guy there isn't, like, right off the bat telling him, like, oh, you better better get out of here at night. So it's not just, like, maybe a couple people. Like, this is widespread. Like, it just comes up naturally in conversation. Like, this is just the household name at this point. Batman is evil, maybe, question mark, careful. You'll be murdered? 
Because you're... How many... Okay, first of all, I know Batman doesn't care about killing people anymore in this movie. No, I think... What was this kill count up to? Like, at least in the, like, double digits. All right, well, all the people he's branded beforehand, plus one, plus the port scene, plus the saving Martha scene, uh, is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. good couple of people. All right, what's, what's next on the docket? Um... Oh, yeah, Lois Lane being all sat in the tub at one point after she gets back from Africa, looking at the bullet that she pulled out of her journal, because, like... I mean, that was just... All right. The problem with that scene is, for some reason, if you came in as a fan, you don't know that Superman and Lois Lane are together, so they just wanted to show, like, a lovey-dovey scene. It, I mean, yeah, it, it set up the whole, like, you know, they're together thing, but it just... It, I don't know. It, that, that, that scene, in my opinion, was fine, although a little, like, campy. It's fine. A little, a little mm, silly. Uh, oh yeah, the music. The music is our introduction that Lex is a bad guy. So we get introduced to Lex as like government guys, a senator and stuff, for talking to him, having a little chit chat. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, look, this little bit of kryptonite can probably it, like it has an effect on Kryptonian cells. Can you get me access to this stuff? Sort of do the experiment things." And so the the senator guy does, and then. Like, all right. He, he, so wa- he walks into the ship, like he, he wants access to the ship. Yeah, and he he walks in, and that is our introduction to Lex being actually a bad guy because the music sets it up. Lex did nothing bad at this point. Now, all right. Here's here's the gem jams. If you knew who Lex Luthor was, you obviously know he's a bad guy. Yeah. But if you're a new person in the movie, all you know about Lex Luthor up until this point is that he's slightly an eccentric goofball yep. that researches technology and owns a company. Yep. Um, his introduction was not sinister. He was just like, oh, man, like, my father named this company after me because, you know, thought it was cute. Um, you know, sign checks for Lex yeah. um, was, the, uh, was the exact quote he used there. And then all he wanted to do was do research. Like, as far as, an, like, the audience members know, and if it was for anyone, like, it was obviously a new take on Lex because he had hair. Yeah, um, and was weird. And he was weird. Just a businessman, um, which is fine. Like they can they can redo anyone they want, so long as it keeps with the essential theme. But if they wanted to take a new new, if they wanted to take a new uh, persona for Lex, to throw them a like a curveball, they could have X'd the music, like made it like just just regular ass. We're going into a spaceship. Here's some research music. Yeah. Instead of the like fucking violins and fuck whatever whatever the fuck that was, the sinister music, stringy section. Yeah, like we could we could have had an actual good guy Lex in this movie because he has done nothing. There's nothing like he was he was playing basketball with his like people in a gym. He was, he was trying to be a good guy. There was absolutely nothing to set him up as a, like a bad guy. And if anything, it sort of made him look like him and Batman would be on the same time. Yeah. That's what most of the movie did, was Lex and Batman are pretty much working with the same goal. And I think that would have been actually a better payoff with that. Mm. But no, uh, it, it just... They, they slated Lex to be normal Lex Luthor after a little while. Like, it's just him and his weird self as Lex Luthor, as opposed to him and his weird self as a different Lex Luthor. Like, I think I think the direction... Here's the, they funnel... They change just a little bit, just enough to make me feel like this could be exciting, and then they just funnel down the shit path. Um. So yeah, the music hits. That was annoying as shit because I think Lex is not horrible at this point. Uh, yeah. Can't really sympathize with Superman. People calling him a nerd is really the only thing that's not really cool. Uh, yeah. So then we then we get to the party. This is when we actually get to the the party of the benefit of the library nonsense. So Clark Kent was specifically invited. 
Bruce Wayne was invited. This is where they actually meet. So, for Clark Kent to be invited, Lex Luthor would probably already know who Clark Kent actually is. Fine. Whatever. I would have liked to see why. I would have loved to see uh, when they were doing the, like, oh, here's how we know that the kryptonite affects Kryptons. Uh, if they had even just a little hint of, like, if, if, if Lex was just alone, like, in the ship, and he was, like, paging through, and then it was like, oh, Kryptonian files. Who is this C. Kent person? Well, he got Clark Kent after he landed. Um, unless unless they took the information that Clark Kent slash Kal-El was back to the ship in Man of Steel, but I don't think that happened at all. There's absolutely no reason why he knows who Clark yeah, Kent is. No, like, that's, that's the point of that. Like Zero percent chance of this actually making any sense. <laughs> Um, the rest of the fucking movie. <laughs> so yeah, they go to the party, Bruce Wayne shows up, and he's all like, I'm gonna go steal some information from Lex, because that... Um, it would make more sense that Lex and Bats knows who, like, know who each other is, because evidently Batman had an interest in Lex Luthor. Uh, except it was stated in the movie that white Portugal... Like, he, was, he, he thought, could Lex be white, white, white Portuguese? Like that yeah, was that was the code name that they had going into the party. Yeah, because Bruce Wayne went to a fight club and cloned the Russian guy's cell phone, and then he got the information of white Portuguese, which and is LexCorp. Yeah, yeah, which is why he was suspicious of him, and he was just like, "Well, all right, we like we we have info that it might be a bomb to be planted at Gotham." So evidently, as a crime fighter, I would stop it and then kill a bunch of people along the way. Yeah, as you know, heroes do. So yeah, he goes there. Sets up his little steely the information thing, and the only one in a red dress is Wonder Woman. You with can, with bangles. So many like, bangles. The design on Wonder Woman was not subtle, but I guess that was the point. I mean, yeah, why be subtle in a comic book movie? But seriously, probably the best character in the entire movie is Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is the shiny golden god of this movie, in a movie specifically about God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the shiny golden god is this woman who had, like, maybe... Actually, that's 20 minutes of airtime. 20 minutes of airtime, and that was, like... <laughs> she was she was a lot better than any fight scene there. Yep. Um, the thing about that is... The Amazonians are, like, secret still, right? Like, they... Like, no normal populace don't know where I mean, Lex might know. <laughs> because Lex knows everything, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. Never mind. Well, we'll just leave that, because that's not, that's not here or there. So, yeah. Bruce Wayne sets up a little steely information thing. One woman takes it. But, like, before that... Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne meet. He gets a little notification from from Alfred. From Alfred so and Clark Kent evidently hears because he's Superman. Because he has Superman hears. So. So. so like suspicion, suspicion and intrigue. That scene, in my opinion, was fine. Yeah. It was, it was it was one of the scenes that if we needed to cut two hours from this movie, we'd probably keep that in. Keep that one. In. That yeah. one's fine. Because then it also sets up Wonder Woman has some sort of investment in it, because he goes down, tries to get the little decryptor thing, and oh look at that, Wonder Woman outside of the glass windows to the big data mainframe should probably have like you know actual doors uh, is there with like I love looking that by the kitchen as well oh yeah right by the kitchen <laughs> where I put all my technology and yeah <laughs> then she takes off but Clark Kent followed down did not follow Bruce Wayne into the data center because he saw a, a TV report where Mexico was on fire and then he went to go save and then he went to go save he went to go save Mexico yeah, yeah. so Wonder Woman takes off with the device Clark Kent runs off to go save Mexico all of Mexico and Bruce Wayne is like, well, it's poop. poop. <laughs> All right. And he just kind of mopes around a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. On his way there, like, the Joker's established. Um, one second. One second. One second. Oh, oh yeah, actually, that's one second.
Good. The Joker's like slightly dead. What? Is the Joker dead in this movie? I don't know. No one knows. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, the Joker was established in this movie, but it was like a really pointless scene because he was just brooding on his way there. Actually, he was he, looking at the suit. That's he, all he did. He looked at his suit, then he looked at the suit spray painted with Joker stuff, and then he looked at the shower. And then he so we got to look at his ass. Yeah. That was the only reason for that scene. There was nothing. It just showed that he was a brooding motherfucker. There was no exposition to be put. There was nothing except for a nod to say that the Joker exists because, lol, Batman... And he gets into the car and drives off to the party. Uh, so this. Literally no security at the place. Uh, Lex is a weird speech giver. Um, Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne are angry at each other, but don't want to talk about it because feelings. I think they just should fucking get it over with. <laughs> right? Uh, oh, yeah, then we see a couple of scenes of him, like, saving people, and, like, there's a whole bunch of pundits being like, I don't know, it's your man's God, blah, 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 should we accept him? Like, the roof paint. I love that scene. There's like a giant flood and there's people on roofs and they had the forethought to bring the paint up and paint a Superman signal on the top of their house. I mean, evidently the general populace has a good opinion of Superman. It's just these like loud, like zealots that hate Superman, which is kind of true to life. Like at least they got that detail of the movie right in that the people who hate Superman would be the loudest because the people who are like, like Superman would be like, why do we, why would we care? I like to think that Superman would not show up to that place unless that family put paint on their roof. <laughs> He'd just like, fly around and see people on their roofs. It's like, oh, that's where I'm supposed to be. Honestly, there's a flood and there's people pro- probably dying. Superman should probably be there saving people. But no, no, wait, I got the paint. He'll totally save us first. He'll see us. He'll see us then. I don't know. It just, it's dumb. Dumb. So fucking stupid. Uh, oh, yeah, then he calls his mother at 2 in the goddamn morning. I don't know why that's a scene. I don't know why he needs that much communication with it. I mean, evidently, it, like, the payoff on Martha being there, like, being in, established in the movie, was very marginal. Um, it was a very, like, hit, like, it was a very important plot point, but at the same time, she offers nothing to the movie. Yeah. She offers slight amounts of advice to Claire Kent, but Claire Kent um, does not... It, the, the advice was not helpful. There was like it was just a poetic thing for poetic sake because I'm an artist. It's just like a movie that's like I want to say words, but make, I don't have any appropriate place to put them. Make you sympathize with Superman, the man who is essentially a god. Sympathy for yeah, sympathy for a man who's invincible. Yeah. And then up to this point of the movie, we don't know what kills him. Or, like, anything. In fact, as far as, like, new people watching the movie goes, there's a shiny green rock that cut a man with a beard. Yep. Superman. Uh, what else we got? There's just nothing... Nothing Nothing was really, like, established. Like, Stewart's cameo was awkward. Oh, yeah, then we go back to Wonder Woman looking at the, uh... The, the, the sword, I guess? Yeah, uh, the, the the scene in which Bruce Wayne gets his like tracker thing yeah, back yeah, and establishes more of a Wonder Woman thing yeah, is Wonder, that Wonder Woman's all like, I, I, you don't know women like me because obviously, I mean, yeah, the whole the whole point of that scene was just like to give to give it back. Like that could have been a that, that was actually a throwaway scene. It was it was kind of a throwaway scene. Like it, it still gave Wonder Woman a better character than anybody else in the movie. I mean, okay, they needed to establish Wonder Woman somehow as opposed to just like appearing in the end fight. So, like, I can appreciate that they just wanted to work her in, because obviously the most interesting character in the fucking movie is the one not on the title. 
So, yeah, she gives it back because she couldn't decrypt it, because I guess she has an army of nerds to help solve her... Here's the thing, like, Wonder Woman, I don't think, has Wonder Woman been established to be, like, an espionage type? In this universe, apparently. I don't like DC that much, so I don't know. I mean, okay, we have two guys that work on tech that has super-duper, like, super technology to decrypt this, yep. yet Wonder Woman, who has is essentially the same, if not greater power level, especially in this movie, greater power level than Batman, doesn't have the resources in order to decode, like, decode military-grade equipment. You know, the one type that you would be worried about. My favorite part is that he finally gets the thing back, uh, goes, goes to his little lair, yep. hooks it up, and just goes, boop, start decrypting. And then sleeps. And then goes to sleep. Because the sleep has a fucking awkward dream about the superhero, like Superman being like a, a dictator, New World Order shit. I hate the dream sequence for more reasons than like Zack Snyder's fucking like parade of edgy lordness. I hate this scene because Batman does not know that there is a giant kryptonite rock at this point. When he decrypts all of Lex's files. Sure, that's when it makes sense that he has the rock. But at this point, it's like literally like 5%. And he's like, done. So the entire scene is the world's pretty much destroyed, desolate desert. He comes into Mad Max Fury Road 2, Road Harder, and... Road Harder. There's a transport truck. Batman goes in the back of the transport truck, and it's like, oh, kryptonite rock, probably, right? Because this LexCorp case opens up, and it's green light, and then he looks in, and it's like, oh, psych, it's actually just two green light bulbs. And it was a whole setup, and Superman's like, I'ma kill ya, because dream sequence, and Superman does that a lot. Yeah, essentially, they capture him, uh, they capture Batman because it's a setup, and then super Superman soldiers, essentially, like, they had the iron bands with, with the S symbol. With the, with the S on there. Which, uh, for a man who has super speed, and essentially just can kill anyone on a whim. Um, laser eyes. Laser eyes. Breath. Yeah. Um, why would he need flunkies to do his thing, besides it being just themed? Right? There's absolutely no reason for that dream sequence besides Bruce Wayne being paranoid. Um, as well, as soon as he wakes up from that, because he wakes up with Superman essentially killing him. Um, so, you know, end of the movie right there. Yeah. But um, essentially what happens is he wakes up to see, I think it's the Flash. It's the Flash and some Speed Force bullshit nonsense. Because Flash and Speed Force bullshit essentially telling him that Lois Lane is the key and you should, you, you like, essentially just trying to confirm that that Superman needs to die. Yep. And so, yeah, he tells him, tells him Lois Lane's the key. Doesn't matter. Lois Lane does not get... like Lois Lane, no one should know who Lois Lane is, but Lois, everyone knows who Lois Lane is. Lois Lane interacts with Batman a total of two times? Exactly two times. Uh, to confirm that Martha is actually the name of his, his, his mother. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, he was there at the funeral. Yeah. I'm assuming they might have said something to each other at some point. I'm surprised Wonder Woman just didn't like bitch slap her out because she also doesn't know who Lois Lane is. Fucking crazy. In relation to Superman, at the very least. But yeah, Lois Lane is the key, and yeah, it never actually is brought up again. It never pays out because Lois Lane doesn't do anything. All yeah. she does is meddle around and confirm facts we already know. So, my problem right here with this dream sequence because I have a problem with everything in this movie. He goes to the back of the truck. That's where the kryptonite is. Sure. How does he know that actually there's the kryptonite in there yet? Uh, the, the information yeah. of this kryptonite is assumed to be on the thing that is decrypted as he's sleeping. He doesn't know that there's a giant rock in Lex's possession at this point in the movie. 
That's also correct. Like, I don't think he even knows that, like, the experiments conducted by Zod were by Lex unless he looked into it. But even then, you don't know there's a bigger rock. No. So that whole thing of him dreaming to get the bigger rock from the back of the truck does not make sense because the, the, the information of there's a bigger rock does not actually exist to him yet. Good writing. Yeah, it's, it's very good, convenient writing, right? There, there's a lot of, like... But the writing is so inconvenient considering, like, there's a shit ton of Senate stuff. There's so much Senate stuff. Actually, there's actually nothing to say about the Senate stuff. Uh, da, 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 let's see. Where we got? Press the code. Military button. Okay. Inception bullshit. Yeah. Too poetic. Murders everyone constantly. Okay. So then we go from there. Should we just go to the like the scene where he finds White Portugal? Or do we want to like explain the fact that there's a bunch of superhero files? And he clicks on Wonder Woman's, which is actually a matter. So... Actually, about that whole Flash thing showing up, does that prove that that actually happened? Or because it was a dream sequence? Or is, or is Batman actually Super Magic Prophet Man, too? He wakes up, but there was nothing to say that that wasn't a dream. Like, evidence shows that it might not have been a dream sequence, or it might have been a dream sequence, rather. So he is Prophet Man, because he's just making their shit up as he goes along. And then if it wasn't Prophet Man, he would wake up, get terrified of a wormhole where a man is poking his head through telling him information and then just to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or that's, if, that's the other logical conclusion. Oh, that, that just happened. Alright, time to take a nap. Yep. <laughs> 50%. Oh, darn it. <laughs> and he starts uh, rooting through the files and like, oh, white Portugal. Portuguese, whichever one. Yeah, white Portuguese. Uh, it's a boat. It's, it's, he just goes there and finds like a bunch of Lex flunkies, but he also finds the uh, like the Justice League members uh, files. Which, the Justice League hasn't been established; it's just files like yeah. of, of uh, Aquaman. <clears throat> With conveniently, like every single one of them has their their logos. Apparently, like Lex, little, little box. Yeah, apper- apparently Lex Luthor designed the logos for these people because I doubt they have official logos on their team. Yep, like the, everyone, the Flash has his little lightning bolts. So you know, it's the Flash, and Aquaman has that like little A thing with the, the A in the middle. At the very least, by the way, the scene in which he clicks on Wonder Woman's, he only clicks on Wonder Woman's, and he she becomes like a part of the movie. So like it, it's it makes sense, but he also emails them. Emails, by the way. Emails. Emails all To Wonder files. Woman. And then she goes through all of them, which is essentially just a setup for the other superhero movie. But it didn't need to be in this one, because they don't appear. They don't do it sh- anything. It should have been an after-credits thing. And it should have been Batman looking through them, not sending it to Wonder Woman. How does she get Wonder Woman's email? Huh? Huh? We get a little ahead of ourselves here, but... He emails her, and she just, like, happens to have a laptop open... Uh, with like her email open and it's like oh Bruce Wayne boys share too wink and like so he, he sends everything through email which I would assume would be too large because that's at least like five video files so there's a couple of video files there either way um, it's it's just a very like weird plot convenience thing where she's been secretive to Bruce Wayne and there's no like establishing shot that they're connected anymore but they like conveniently he knows knows every, like how to get in contact with her even though she's been trying so hard to be secret. It just doesn't make any it sense. It doesn't make any sense. Um, what else do we got? Um, yeah, so he looks at the files. Then, yeah, he goes, that's when he goes to the port. Yeah, he that's goes, to the, he goes to the port right after that. So 
Hmm. All right, so this this <laughs> begins the trend of Batman really doesn't care anymore about <laughs> keeping people alive. Batman is also an idiot. So they unload the boxes from the White Portugal onto like a, a flatbed truck. By, by flatbed, I mean transport truck. Yeah, a little yeah. Like, moving truck. Now, smartly, as Batman does, shoots a tracker dart onto the uh, yeah onto the transport truck, and he watches it drive off so we can follow it, you know, to where its destination is, right? Uh, well, if by following you mean getting into the Batmobile and fucking it up. Oh no, that doesn't make sense. Now, I understand <laughs> wanting to get it immediately, but you have a tracker on it. You can be safe and stealthily. Nope, he just fucking took his Batmobile and killed every one of them. And, like, it, it didn't prove that you needed to do that either, because it went to the location late, and he steals it from that location with... Yeah, that, that plot point had the payoff um, only because, like... Only because they got away. The only reason why he got away, like, the, the transport truck got away, which, thank God, the part that the tracker was on didn't get destroyed because he ripped half of the fucking, like, cover off of it. Yeah, he comes out of a second-story place and just, blum, blum, like, blows out half the truck. And then Superman is there and blocks him. It's just like, what? Don't do not do that. You bet's dead. Stop it. Naughty boy. Naughty boy. And he was like... Whoa. If if your light shines again, d- don't answer it, and then just fucking flies away. Like it's just Superman being a dick, and that's that's when we get the you know hopefully uh, uh, forever classic Bruce Wayne line of, "Do you bleed? You will." It's so like all right. Zack Snyder means Reaper is what I'm trying to say here. I don't like that line. It's just like it, it could have been fit like somewhere else like at the beginning of the fight where like an actual action scene can happen but no he just fucks off just fucks off um and then the tracker leads them to LexCorp anyway so it really that that whole entire scene where he kills about eight thugs and one car two cars three cars yeah three cars full of thugs well okay three cars full of thugs I think one car had a driver and just a minigun yeah okay so yeah there's there's the driver minigun guy they got lit up by machine gun dead uh, there was the car full of people that w- that had to have more than three in there. Yes, like, clearly that the other car landed on top of, uh, and and yeah, the first car he knocks over into a building that he ends up shooting a, a like a, a, a cord to and just dragging it across the docks, having it flip over multiple times. You don't survive that. Yeah, um, <laughs> you don't survive. Batman, question: Aren't you not supposed to kill people? And then he went back and branded all their bodies. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's fucking stupid. Anyway, yeah, um, absolutely no payoff besides Superman showing up to, like, throw throw shade at Batman. Um, to which he just fucks off back to uh, Wayne Manor. And by Wayne Manor, I mean just the Batcave. So this is where, like, interjected throughout this little bit here, Lois Lane has been doing some things to find out some information based on the bullet that she found in her journal. This is where she finds out that, hey, that bullet came from LexCorp. Like, right after that scene. I'm pretty sure that's when she finds it out or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, she spoke to the senator and they kind of just blew her off because it's a fucking bullet. Yeah, and the senator guy's like, yeah, it came from LexCorp. You're rich. You, you own a company that can manufacture weapons, but you also hire mercenaries to go to Africa in order to set up Bat, or Superman as a bad person. Do you, A... Give them your specific branded bullets and and only made by you, or or B? Do you just go to the Walmart 
get some rounds. Now, the problem with both of those options is that didn't matter because it didn't pay off anything. Nothing paid off. Nothing paid off. Nothing paid off. Lois Lane did absolutely nothing. And that's not the fact that, like, if there was a plot point in which everyone in the public liked Lex and it was established, and then, oh, hey, I have proof that Lex supplied, like, I, I can't say my sources, but here's a Lex, Lex custom bullet. Um, and then everyone would be like, oh, gosh, maybe Lex is a bad guy instead. And then that, that, that'll actually have a resolution and payoff. No, that was dropped immediately. It was dropped immediately. Like, there was absolutely no payoff in that. Not, like, I guess it doesn't matter that like, Lex can just do what he wants, and then there's no payoff because, you know, fuck proof. Yep. She gets kidnapped right after anyway, so what the fuck does it matter? Um, oh, wait, no, yeah, there was the Senate scene. And then, and then, yeah, yeah, that was great. So, I mean, we didn't talk about No Legs McGee. I mean, okay. So I think that was a good time because it, it's going to lead up to this scene. Yeah, let's let's talk about No Legs McGee. So, in the beginning, when Bruce Wayne's like, "I'm going to save my building," oh wait, no, I didn't. There's this one guy who has legs crushed by a girder. Yes, big old W section. Sweet legs gone, pretty much. Sweet. Then time passes. He's seen at the Superman memorial thing. Where he fucking climbs up the memorial with just his arms and spray paints the hell out of it. Yeah, and everyone has a big problem with that. He gets thrown in jail, and then he gets bailed out of jail by Lex. Yeah, um, and he gives him a new shiny wheelchair. He new, makes him a suit. Shiny. It makes whirring noises. It's great. And he uh, he he essentially planted him to go to the senator so the that senator. yeah, um, so that he can talk to her about Superman, and then that led to. All right, here's the Jim Jams. We're going to have Superman come to the Senate so that we can talk with democracy, blah, 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 blah. Like, we can get all sides of the story here all at once. This was actually a good plot point, and I feel like if it was, like, if, if the rest of the movie and the rest of the politics weren't so shit, then it would be absolutely fine. It would be absolutely fine in the scene. Like, we finally get, like, a, a inside scoop, and then this thing happens in order for it to just fuck it all up. Which gets Superman in the deeper trouble. So yeah, he he shows up. Lex 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 is all like, "Hey, have fun in, in the hearing center, lady." And she's like, "Got it." Goes in, sits down. Superman shows up, walks in. He doesn't even say a word, does he? She Absolutely not speaking. And then she starts having trouble speaking because of a little like plot point when she was speaking with Lex. Because her and Lex have been talking a lot. Yeah, the cute little mention of like you can call him whatever you want. You can call it. You can piss in a jar and say it's Grandma's peach tea or something like that. And then an animation jar just in the Senate. No one bats an eye at no. it. You can clearly see it over the desk of this jar, and it has a yellowy liquid. And then uh, there's a label with like scotch tape and a red marker, so it's implied Lex because he's been Beautiful. sending. Yeah. Well, it's evil. He's been sending like a lot of letters, and by then, yeah, everything's written in red from him. Actually, come to think of it, yeah, it's it's theming. Yeah, um, something that this movie didn't really have much of, except for God Complex and his marker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, trying to portray Batman as man, except he has super, more powers over man, has constantly shown that he is better than man, and has never been. Uh, he has no equal in man, so what's the difference between him and Superman? That's far in between. We'll get through the scene first. Um, edgy. Edgy, right? Um, so she kind of, like, stutters in speaking. Like, she starts her speech, something about democracy, and, like, oh, well, I, I thanks. Th thank you, Superman, for being here. Um, and then she turns it around, and the mason jar is labeled, like, Grandma's Peach Tea. And then it was like, oh, 
Well, that's is... awkward. And, and then there's a quiet moment, and then they all blow up. Yeah. The man, like the the legless guy's wheelchair, who really had the most payoff in the movie, even though he blamed Superman for an accident that aliens caused. Yeah. Um, which I never got. Like, why would you be angry at Superman for fighting a? We're talking about legless man instead of the scene. Um, why would you be angry at a person who is fighting a another person equal to him, but wants to kill people, as opposed to Superman? who accidentally kills people because he's trying to fight the person that wants to kill people and they can't stop. Because fuck you, that's why. There's absolutely no reason for it. Like, it's fucking stupid. Like, okay, if I had my legs injured, I'd be pissed about it. Yep. But I would look up at the fucking spaceship that Superman is taking down and I thought, that's more important. You know what? Priorities. I accept this. I'm not dead tomorrow. I mean, I, I, I get that the general populace of any comic book is... Or like civilians of any comic book, any given one, uh, are stupid and don't know shit. Like their survival instincts, as we've discussed, absolutely none. They just stand around staring at the fucking spaceship, pretty much asking to be killed. Um, and then legless guy was just a bystander, and it doesn't, it shouldn't have mattered. Shouldn't have mattered because Superman killed the man. Superman killed the dangerous dude. Like there's priorities. So, I'll, I'll bitch about this forever. Anyway, bomb blows up in the Senate. Everyone dies, except for Soups, because he's... Uh, he just looks mildly upset. Like He looks like he forgot to turn off his stove. It really, like, the fire reminded him, and he's like, right, oven was left on. I'll be right back. And now there's a whole, like, scandal, because everyone's like, why didn't Superman see the bomb? Isn't he supposed to have fucking vision? He obviously blew it up, because he didn't want to talk about it. That's the thing. Again, Superman does not... You know, put people in a pile and flambe them. Nor does Superman explode buildings. Now, here's the thing about that scene. It never pays off because they instantly forget about it. And there, there's an explanation as to why Superman didn't see it. It's because in the wheelchair, when they examine like, the scene, there's a box of lead. And x-rays can't penetrate lead, or they're very hard. So that's an actual explanation. Good on you, movie, for explaining. What they didn't check was the fact that like this guy who hates Superman a whole bunch... And, like, his house was explored, and it's filled with I hate Superman nonsense. The media still goes, was he working with Superman? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. And also, Lois Lane has all the answers, never shares them. Oh, yeah, she shows up again, you know, and looks at her, look at his apartment, opens his fridge, like, he just bought groceries. He didn't know he was going to die. And he was talking on the cell phone with, like, a forensics lady, and then it was like, oh, it was an, it was an alleged case. And she was like, oh, my God. That means bad guy. And she has a cell phone, right? Why wouldn't she explain this to a secondary person in case she gets kidnapped because she has a stake in it? I don't know. And then, yeah, because, yeah, right after that message. Right, right after that she gets kidnapped, but it implied that time had passed. Like, it implied that, like, it was, uh, that after the forensics investigation, like, she didn't get kidnapped as soon as she got off the phone. No. She got kidnapped, like, elsewhere, and it was stupid. Like, Lois Lane does not share critical information, and she's a reporter. Yeah. With, uh, fuck, so, it's stupid. This is when Batman's like, oh, wait, Superman didn't stay and help out or anything like that. It's clearly a bad thing. I'm going to go steal the rock. So he goes, goes to LexCorp, steals the rock. Not, not Dwayne Johnson, like the, the kryptonite. There we go. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson is just like in a glass case in his fucking office. Yeah. And then Lex is like, oh, this is not good. But guess what I need to do is orchestrate Batman versus Superman. Which, again, fine plot point if it was executed any fucking, like, smartly. Like, that scene was pretty good, in my opinion. Like, if it was 
if, if Batman versus Superman, the good version, came in, I would put that scene in because it explains why Batman has kryptonite. So, Lex ends up taking uh, Clark's mother, like because he knows who Clark Kent is, uh, ends up kidnapping his mother in order to use that as leverage for Batman to kill Super, or Superman to kill Batman. Just a side note here, there's absolutely no reason why he knows who Clark Kent and Superman is at the same no, time. Still, still no. But the thing is, Batman did one thing to Lex, and he's like, you know what? Superman, kill him, please. Now, literally, that's all he did to Lex was just take his rock. Yeah, and he wants to do exactly what Batman it. does, and like... Lex wants to be a like wants to be a deterrent, which is why I think he's actually portrayed not as a villain, and how he could spin himself to be not a villain, because the Senate in the scene we pre-mentioned that was actually unimportant, pretty much, is that the senator came over and they were chatting, and he essentially wants uh, he he wants the means and the funding to like have a deterrent. Yeah. So he has to end up stealing the kryptonite rock because you know kryptonite rock and like. Get 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 Zod's body, what have you? Um, he wants to make a deterrent, and the senator's like, no, 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 no. We're just gonna trust Superman and not go like angsty. It was just stupid because what if another alien comes? For, like, there's Kryptonians fucking everywhere in the Mar- like DC universe, rather, because there's Supergirl still. What if she turns heel? There's Super Lad, and there's a dog, and there's Superman naturally. I understand you don't want to like dump all of that on people, but. There's still a distinct chance that there's an alien or a Kryptonian, as per Doomsday. Yeah. But again, ahead of ourselves here. So, yeah. So, so Lois gets kidnapped, flown up to the top of the last car, and he's all like, "Run ahead to get Superman here." Push. Yeah. Pushed her off. Superman shows up. He's like, "I'm gonna kill you." And she's all like, "Wait a second, I got your mother." Sets also, an egg timer. He really likes Polaroids. Yep. So yeah, he's a big fan. He classic. Yeah, so he needs a hobby. Gives him a bunch of Polaroids of his mother, who is now held captive somewhere. He doesn't even know because otherwise, you know, he could just torture him. So that forces Superman to go fight Batman, who is now you know ready for a fight. Cause he stole the Kryptonite rock and yeah. turned it into a spear and turned it into gas, gas grenades. Yeah, and he he lit the signal. So all right, well, I guess the fight's happening. Guess, guess that's going to go happen now. So they they Bat, Batman is ready. Superman shows up now. Because we've been skipping over a lot of detail here, uh, this is hour two. Like, what is this? Hour and ten, hour and twenty minutes into, the, or two hours twenty minutes into the film. Yeah, about that. Yeah. So, Batman versus Superman. You have to wait through two hours or twenty minutes, or at least the extended cut. I don't actually know the length of the movie normally. Yeah, you're well over two hours until we actually get to the whole fighting part. And everything else is set up, which some of it's good, some of it's really questionable, and set it shit. Most of it's bad. Most of it's bad. So finally, that happens. Batman sets traps. Now, if Batman's supposed to be... He's not a genius, but he's still a smart guy. Yeah. The alien who's immune to practically everything would not be deterred by four Gatling guns that you have set up in the slightest. Now, here's the thing. He had a, he had a smart trap. The first trap he set after like Superman like pushed him and he backed up was a sound trap, which man was super hearing, it would fuck him up a little bit. And it kind of did. And then he shrugged it off, he blew up both of them by like lifting a convenient manhole cover. Yeah, very convenient manhole cover. Yeah, and I then... Batman would have thought of that, but whatever. Yeah. And then the next one was... The Man of Planning. Man of Planning. Man of Planning. Uh, next one was four Gatling guns, as we've said, and just like, alright, whatever, heat ray them down. He just wants to talk, and then he starts to get fired up. 
Um, and then the fight actually starts starts anew. Uh, I think he threw Batman, and then Batman now has a grenade gun on him. I don't know where he fit that in his utility belt. The thing is, like, he has it attached to... It's an M203 attached to, like, some sort of actual gun gun. Yeah. Which he knows doesn't work. But you can just get... A grenade, grenade launcher. launcher and just Pro- probably more compact as well. Yeah, and you could just load up all three of the gas grenades that you have into it and not have to reload and worry whatever. Maybe it wasn't like filmy enough, edgy enough. It wasn't edgy enough, Devin. It implies that Batman has a gun and he's killed before and he will st- still still keep killing. Sure. Either way. So bat gas or bat gas, well, kryptonite gas works on soups. Now, if you were a man who was fighting a god and you have a gas that temporarily works on him, would you take the most amount of time or the least amount of time uh, at your disposal to kill him? Well, logic would dictate if I fired the gas grenade at him, I would eject the empty gas grenade and put another one in for when it wears off. I didn't actually pick that up. I didn't know, like, I didn't think that, oh, he's actually just reloading just now in case, like, it actually does wear on as quick, like, quicker than he, like... Oh yeah, Batman! Come on, yeah. fucker! Oh yeah, my god, he doesn't god. reload until the actual stuff wears off on the man. You know, the guy that can move at super fucking speed. So he takes his sweet ass time just roughing him up, like not even fighting him, per- like not not even actually fighting him, just roughing him up. And then as soon as he like starts to realize it's wearing off, what does he do? He doesn't load another one. It, well, he's like still slow. In fact, he keeps punching him until like Superman's reaction stopped being pain. And uh, he was like, oh, fuck. And then Superman, instead of killing him, just fucking pushes him up onto the roof. And then he just, like, gives him time to reload, essentially. Or, no, he throws him through a bathroom or something like that. Yeah, throws him through a bathroom. Big room. It's, whatever, big room. And then he starts flying at him. And that, like, for some reason, gave Batman enough time to reload another one and fired at him. Now, why is that bathroom so big? It is a bathroom because he takes a kitchen sink off. Uh, it's a bathroom, it's a public washroom, but I still don't know why there's so much space it's in there. It's a really big bathroom. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> you mean something in this movie is outlandish? Wow. Um, so, after that, one would dictate that if the first grenade wore off, the second grenade probably would also wear off. Eventually. So, what does Batman do? He doesn't take him to the spear. In fact, the first thing he does is he rips off a bathroom sink and hits him with it. That's supposed to stun him, I will admit. But you know what? You're in a mech suit. Kick him a bit. Just punch him in the head a lot. I'm pretty sure porcelain is not as uh, not as strong as steel. Yeah. Yeah, you could probably get a good couple of those punches in as opposed to what a sink did. To I would just fucking sink. kick him towards the thing where he needs. Yeah. So yeah, picks, him, yeah. picks yeah. him up, throws him down like 30 flights into a convenient stack of radiators. I... Whatever. Hey, look, man, when, the, when a building gets desolate, the radiators have to cuddle together to uh, keep it warm. <laughs> to keep the warmth. <laughs> uh, he ends up wrapping his leg up together with, like, a grappling hook wire and, you know, to waste more time because all this fight is is time-wasting. Just spins him around a bunch and knocks him through some columns. Now, he's already at the spear. Like, he yes. planted the spear. Like, that was the whole plan, to lead him to the spear while he was, like, kryptonite gassed. And he decided... starting the fight near the spear. Yeah. So he wasted just as much time as he did... Pretty much with the first one. Evidently, the second one's a little bit stronger because he lo- kept losing it. Or maybe it's because he was near the kryptonite spear. 
But he lifted up, like, okay, so essentially he slammed him back down and lifted up the kryptonite spear. It's fucking glowing, like. It's like, yeah, it is a beacon of hope at that point. <laughs> it's a beacon of fuck Superman. Right? Um, Green Lantern ain't got shit on this greeny glow. <laughs> this greeny glow. Um, so he finally goes for the coup de grace. That yeah. man, he's hurt. Superman's not used to it. He has a thing that keeps Superman by proximity. Um, of, of the crystal at the end, um, weak. It's big spear. It's a big spear. Little 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 crystal. Like the, the, well, the, the the kryptonite thing is like that big, probably on it. Like yeah, yeah, that. So he's like, all right, cool. That does a lot of stuff. Cuts him in the cheek. Is about to kill him. He's like, wait, he has Martha. Now, this stops him. Martha is also the name of Bruce Wayne's mother. Go figure. But when you're in a position where you're about to die. And, you know, you've been raised by this woman. You don't say, he's got Martha. You usually say, he's got my mom. Yeah. In fact, I think he didn't address his mother as Martha anyway. Like, nope. he just called him mom. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But more to the point, a fight sequence that was the capstone of the movie was stopped because Superman mentioned Martha yeah. as his mother. Yeah. Meanwhile, Lois Lane, who was just dropped off outside the building, yep, is by like, a helicopter because she got into a taxi and didn't actually do anything with it. And just so happened to uh, just so happened to overhear uh, the Martha part because God forbid she actually walk anywhere and like any time else. Yeah, it's a super convenient. Yeah, um, that's one of Superman's powers. Yeah, ultra convenience. So like this stops Bruce Wayne in his tracks. He's like, "Why'd you see Martha? What's going on?" And then Lois comes sweeps in. And it's like, "It's his mother. They got his mother." Blah 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 blah. First time she meets Batman. First time she meets Batman. Yeah. Um, first of all, Batman should be like, "Who the fuck is this woman?" Not everybody knows. It's Lois Lane, god of reporters. God, goddess of reporters. Yeah. If you if you make a report, you have to credit it to uh, Lois Lane, god of reporters. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't fucking. It was so stupid. I, I can't stand the fact that one word stopped the fight and it wasn't even like... It was just a coincidence. It was a stupid as fuck coincidence. And then no discussion after that. Immediately there's like... He's like, alright, I'm gonna go save your mother. You go fuck with Lex. Because Lex at this point is summoning Doomsday. And he dropped... Like, he throws the spear away. And yeah, they both leave... throws it really far away. This infinite dollar spear. Fuck it. The, you know, the thing that can kill, you know, the god of the movie. That's fucking... Fuck it. The whole thing where I spent the first two hours trying to figure out a way to stop this and get something, and now I have it. There wasn't a scene about family. There wasn't a scene about anything. He just got up and essentially said, all right, I'm going to save your mother, and fucking left. Yep. And uh, Superman was like, all right, I'll go check out what Lex is doing, because he's making Doomsday, and like all the news reporters are like, okay, so he's causing blackouts in the city. Because of the fucking dome that has the uh, Kryptonian ship is, like, reacting and shit. Yeah. And there's our bolts of lightning, and then... The, the it, best part of that was maybe when, like, you know, he walks in, he has the body of Zod. Doomsday is made of the body of Zod. Cuts his hand because apparently he knows uh, alien biomedical engineering, whatever. And, and like, the, the, the ship's like, hey, do you want to become our owner? Okay, sweet. Oh, hey. Resurrecting a Kryptonian and like some sort of weird uh, biological problem is, is forbidden by the council. Oh, you want to do that anyway? Okay, cool. That's fine. That makes no sense for a fucking computer. I understand it's slightly more organic than we think. Yeah. However, logically, if you put like, at least put a password protection on it, 
what's the password to override the fucking controls? X would be like, I don't fucking know. End of movie. End of movie. Yep. He's just like, I want to do this. You know that's forbidden. Yeah, but do it anyway. Okay. Okay. That's so fucking stupid. Um, like, if you're... Pro- again, if you're programming and there's something so forbidden that your organic computers remember it for all time and will remind them, like, remind a new owner as such, like, that that's the default user preference is, please do not do this. Yep. <laughs> please don't. Uh, there should be just a cancel button, not an okay or yeah, a cancel no, button. No, both of them are just okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, and it was it was it was ham fisted. The explanation for this ham fisted. It's yep. it's forbidden by the Kryptonian Council. Where's the Kryptonian Council? Destroyed, sir. Let's fucking do it. Yep, just do it anyway. So Batman goes. Um, he knows exactly where Martha's being held because Martha's clearly actually yeah. Martha obviously he knows that the Russian has Martha right. All right, it's just a coincidence. Like, all right, uh, it's explained that Alfred was overhearing the conversation, but he doesn't know that the Russian dude that's been kidnapping people, and you know the white Portuguese and everything. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Like he was, he was part of white Portuguese. Like he was, he was a very like important part of the movie. But he just so happened to also be part of the Martha thing. Yeah. Um, the same so guy who, lucky motherfucker yeah. tracked his cell phone down to the port. And that, that's, how, that's how Batman figures out that he needs to go there to save Martha. Yeah, he has no reason to actually believe Martha is there at the port. It's just, that's where the Russian guy is. I'm so, going to go there. That, like, fucking plot convenience 101. There's no reasoning to it. It's just a coincidence. He could have been doing any other criminal activities. Oh, hiccups. It's, it's a gassy movie. It is a fucking gassy movie. So, it's, what I know is, if you're a bad guy, have exactly one henchman. <laughs> No one else. <laughs> no one else. He can hire his own guys, but one direct henchman. So now it's the end of Batman vs. Superman, and I guess the start of Dawn of Justice. Um, because they're not fighting anymore. Um, so Batman decides, again, killing people. Oh, wait, no, this is where also where Lois Lane picks up the spear and just throws it into a, like a pool of water. That's you know convenient. What? I first. forgot about that. That's a very heavy, like, but, stupid no, plot. That's a very well. angry point. So Lois Lane. We're going to go to that. Lois Lane picks up the spear, pretty much just looks at it. Pretty much while this is happening. Yeah. Uh, walks to a pool of water. Convenient. And just fucking drops it. Yep. Million, like, infinity dollar spear. Yep. Down the drain. Fuck Literally it. down the drain. Fuck it. There it goes. It's like, oof, this kills my boyfriend. <laughs> yep. So we come back to Batman killing everybody. No, like, legitimately everybody. Like, he starts knocking them out, and that's cool. You know, and then... He throws, like, there's a guy who has a grenade, throws it at Batman, deflects, like, Batman deflects it, or, and then... No, he, he kicks a guy at the guy who has a grenade, the guy falls over, grenade falls behind him, boom. Yeah, you could say that's an accident. That's, for, like, two deaths, forgivable, because, really, it's the, the like, the henchman's own damn fault. Batman tries to save everybody. Yeah. So, next one, uh, <laughs> fucking hooks a guy, swings him... Bashes him through the fucking wall, the foundation. He has a broken spine. He is pretty much dead. Um, Another guy with a gun. He shoots the grappling hook behind, grabs a box, and whips it over him. Cracks him in the head. His head hits the concrete, and there's an actual blood splatter of him falling down, like it coating the back. Oh my god! He and then dead. Dirt, like he's really he, dead. It just gets worse and worse throughout the fight scene because like there's one scene where he has a guy on the ground and he's just fucking punching him, and punching him, and punching him. Yeah, and then somebody shoots him in the back of the head. Otherwise, we would have been hearing, like, crack, crack. And my favorite part is that his suit is, like... He, he took so many bullets there. Many and bullets. then one random guy stabs him, and it succeeds. Yep. 
His well, suit bulletproof. is bulletproof and stab resistant. Resistant. <laughs> yeah, you gotta read the label. <laughs> Machine wash only. So then there's the scene after the fight scene in which he actually goes and saves Martha. So there's a guy, the Russian guy with the flamethrower, with a flamethrower rather, not V. There's not a V there, um, and a guy with a huge ass gun. Now he go, the Batman goes through the wall to take him, and then points the gun at the Russian, and cool. uh, has been watching this fight happen for ten minutes, and at any point could have been like, wait a second, he's trying to save this person. I should just burn her. Ten minutes. That, that was his orders. Just like. That was his orders. I'm pretty sure that that ten like that fight scene took ten minutes. And I'm not exaggerating the ten minutes because like it ha- it showed the clock and it said ten minutes. Yeah, I know, I, I know. Like, <gasps> and really, like at any time he could have fucking flamed it. Like, who else would it be except either Supes and Superman would have ended that instantly, yep. or Batman. Um, so one of those two targets are not dead, and your strict orders were if Batman isn't dead or Superman flies away, kill Martha. I like to think that the direct orders, like they're all robots, and the direct orders were if Superman shows up or if Batman isn't dead by this time, kill Martha. So since Batman showed up, it wasn't Superman, and they're like, I don't know how to do this. The times doesn't say zero, but Batman is not Superman, so I don't flame him. Either way, anyway, threatens the killer and then he shoots shoots the gas tank on the back of the guy, blows up, kills him, uh, kills the guy with the gun. Clearly, saves Martha. Sweet. Um, Move to the scene with Supes and Lex. Superman shows up at Lex's now ship, I guess, because he owns it. Because they said, "Hey, do you want to own it?" He said, "Yeah." Why not? Drawing so much power to generate uh, this this big old egg, this big old birthing pod. Yeah, this big Kryptonian Urukai. Um, and then it's like, and then, then then there's like fucking a lot of dramatic like, oh look at me, God is God is here, and if man can't kill God, then it must be the devil. And then he reveals like, this will be your doomsday, and a big old monster comes out of the cocoon, and uh, roars a bit, uh, punches, tries to punch Lex. Questionable. Um, if Superman already doesn't care about killing people, as we've established very early on. Yep. And Alex is a bad guy, irredeemably. Then why did he block Doomsday's punching of Lex? Even though it's just it, like I understand in cinematography, you probably leave your villains alone until you've expended them. Yeah. Because I, I have a feeling this iteration of Lex is. Uh, I kind of like this iteration of Lex, honestly. He has a little weasel, but the weasel. Leave it. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so the fight with Doomsday begins. Um, Doomsday. Punches like uh, t- takes soups out of the building, out of the ship, um, and they start fighting. Like they crush the Superman monument. He's up at LexCorp and the military shooting missiles at him. And then it's revealed, oh, if you shoot him, he's absorbing the energy. And then he releases all the energy with a power explosion yeah. and kills a lot of the reporters and kills a lot of the military dudes. Like that's their fault. That that that, that kill count doesn't count for them. Um, so then Soups was like, that's dangerous. We're going to the atmosphere, sir. Let's take him up. That's actually a smart idea. That's actually quite a nice choreographed scene in that, fuck it, he's going space. Yep. Um, however, as he's going up, some fucking goobers in the Senate were like, let's fire a nuke at him. Let's yeah. not, don't fire a nuke at him. They're so high up that they're in fucking space. <laughs> yeah, let's fire a nuke at him. Let's not, let's not choreograph this. No, let's, Superman will know. Superman will know. Let's, let's fire a nuke at him. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> nuke uh, fired. Yeah, nuke fired. Superman holds him there in a like fucking arm lock uh, in space to get hit by the nuke. 
And of course something drops down, and it's like, oh no, I mean, we only saw one. Yeah, Doomsday falls back to Earth, almost precisely from where they got lifted off. How convenient is that? Like, you, they're in space, you can see the curvature of the Earth. If you were to, like, just randomly fall at, like, a certain point, even if you're directly above New York or Metropolis or Gotham or whatever the hell it is, chances are you will miss that and, like, hit a couple states over. It's big space. It's big space. All right. Convenient physics being convenient. He drops down and it's like, remember all that damage I took? I'm going to shed my bones and create new bones, and then I'm going to explode a bit. Explodes a bit. Um, At this point, Batman's like, wait a second. He's Kryptonian. How does he know he's Kryptonian? I, no, I actually don't know. Wow. That was just a guess. Anyway. Maybe, maybe like, he saw the red and was like, wait a minute. He has red lasers. That's more from, I don't know. I don't know how he knows. Here's the thing, though. Like, if it was just the eyes, he could maybe put two into. But he fires everything through his face. The best thing I can think of is Lois Lane says something about, like, Lex at the Kryptonian shit. And it came from that, maybe? That, that that's the only, uh, literally the only thing that would make sense there. So anyway, Either so way, he pieces that together and is like, alright, we're going to lead this guy to Gotham where the spear is. Yeah, let's, let's lead this from the desolate place it's at to my populated city. Even Wonder Woman, like, alright, this is also in the scene when Wonder Woman's introduced and Superman's still in space. Superman is like, just give me a second, guys. Yeah, I need to go absorb the sun. It's fine. Um, so Wonder Woman uh, shows up because she's been watching all the newscasts and like, um, this is also the scene where she gets the email from Bruce... Like, essentially, like, kind of coordinating this a bit. Um, and then she, she she views all the files that uh, Batman, like, Bruce Wayne didn't check. So he only checked the Wonder Woman file, and he, he sent all the uh, Justice League heroes. So, like, she watched The Flash, and it was just, like, a clip of him stopping a robbery in two seconds. Yeah. Um, Aquaman just came out of a ship. Yeah. Um, a drone. Cyborg was being cyborg. Yeah, just cyborged. Yeah, cyborg. Um, yeah, uh, and that was just padding. Like, there's no reason for that. So she's finally like, "All right, fuck it, I'll go." And like, she sees she sees Doomsday. And she's on a plane, and uh, she was like, "Oh, for fuck's sakes! All right, get off this plane. I'll go fight some shit." So yeah, face lasers happen at Batman at some point, and she shows up and is like, "Blocks with the bracers," as she do, because you know, bracers, all the dangles, and then she like. Clangs her bracers together and like it stuns the monster for a second and nukes everything. And then she's like, "Did you? Why did you bring him here? Like, yeah, what the fuck's why, wrong why with you? Why did you bring him back here?" And which is a very good quite like. And then and then and he's just like, "Oh yeah, there's a thing that could kill it." And she's like, "Dude, we can just fight him and then you can go get. I I can fight him. You can go get that. Like we can yeah. wait for soup wherever he is." Like, all good points. Yep. So Superman comes back a little bit, knocks a thing around. Lois Lane's like, need that spear, because how does, how does Yeah, right? How does she know that that monster's specifically Kryptonian? She hasn't seen the face lasers yet. <laughs> anyway, so she goes back and gets the spear, which is underwater. She was like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. And then the building is collapsing because face lasers hit the building, and, like, explosions happen. Um, by the way, while this is happening... Wonder Woman's kicking this thing's ass. Oh, Wonder Woman's doing great. So, Batman was just doing support, just like, uh, gas grenade, distracting her while, like, distracting the monster while she was recovering or whatever. And then, her sword fucking stabbed him in the leg, actually cut through him, even yeah. though he's Kryptonian. Why, why need the spear if Wonder Woman's sword can cut through him? Uh, Wonder Woman actually severed a limb. Cuts his arm off. Granted, he regenerated, but that... that Cuts off a limb. Why would you need the spear then? He, she could just cut him in the fucking paste. Yep. 
you can dash him in the face and then cut his head off. That's really, like, it's dumb. Anyway, uh, in this scene, while the building's collapsing on top of Lois Lane, she goes to see if the spear is still there, and then she gets fucking trapped in the water because a piece of ceiling fell on her. Yeah. Uh, while this is happening, Superman comes back down and is fighting the monster, you know, face lasers versus face lasers, and it's super quote-unquote exciting. And then he gets blown back and gets up and is ready to fight another, like, throw another volley of face lasers at the monster. Um... That's when somehow he can tell that Lois is in trouble and drowning. I mean, super senses, but, you know, that's been... that's been a, Just this giant thing that's making Dukes a little distracting, but whatever. Yeah, so he goes to save Lois because she's drowning. Um, and just recovering from, like, drowning, uh, like, essentially she, yeah, she pr- points out the spear. Yeah, she was out, and then she, like, regains consciousness. Uh, Spears down there. Okay, I'm Superman. I'm gonna get the spear. So he goes to get the spear. That's made D- of kryptonite. Yeah, D powers obviously. Doesn't know how to swim. Doesn't know how to swim with the fucking spear. So he almost drowns, and Lois Lane has to pull him out of the water. Despite almost dying, like prior to that, she still has the strength to pull a like a, a man twice the size yeah. of her, and a big metal spear. Now, so, the, yeah. then she picks up the spear and chucks it again. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, all right, needs needs to recover. Whatever. That's actually like can, kind of explainable. But I just like how many times she's thrown the spear. <laughs> I don't really like it. She's thrown the spear more so like more times than Superman or Batman rather. I mean both, yeah, technically. I mean yeah, actually. <laughs> so the fight is winding down. Like Wonder Woman's not being pinned down, but she's like she's she's evidently having trouble with the monster because they're like equals, even though she's still kicking ass and like Batman's just doing what he can to support. So what happened was is like Superman's doing like a stupid like romantic thing with, with Lois Lane. Self-sacrifice. Self-sacrifice. Even though literally anyone else could pick up the spear and do like a better job than him if they still wanted him around. So uh, like so Wonder Woman gets her lasso and like lassos him, obviously. And then shoots him in the face with the gas grenade. With the last gas grenade, and this is enough to stun the beast so that anyone could really reasonably walk up and stab him. Yeah. Uh, no. So first of all, Picks up the spear. Superman picks up the spear. Superman picks up the spear. Which We've already established that it's he that spear, even if he's picking it up, leaves him so underpowered that he's drowning. Yeah, he's drowning just by holding the spear. But now he can walk over, pick up the spear, and, and fly. fly. That doesn't make any sense. He couldn't fly when he was gassed. Why is he flying when he has a fucking raw piece that depowers like, him? Even more than the gas does, clearly. The, like, this movie does not follow his own rules. And then, after of which, he flies into the guy's chest and stabs him. Now, evidently, if it doesn't go through, it's not a kill. No. It's got to go all the way through. Now, the Beast, uh, with his bone hand that Wonder Woman uh, just so happened to sever off... And then it turned into, like, this big... Oh. Oh, oh, Jesus. This weird bone thing, right? Oh. oh. That's how I feel about the movie. And just, yeah, as he's he's in the chest area, he's like, well, he's weak. They got him. Now, I guess Superman. What Superman could have done, because it's a fucking spear, is back up, shove. No, just stayed within fucking melee range of that motherfucker. Yeah. uh, And then pulls himself through, like, he he has to pull now himself through. Yeah, after he's been stabbed now, even though he could have got away. Grabs on to the piece of bone arm and just pulls himself in to pull the spear through. So, that's a kill. That, that's a kill. So Doomsday dies, and then Superman dies, and it's a big all like scene. Now Wonder Woman, who's never seen Lois Lane before, though she's heard of it, um, sees her like walk up to the place, you know, with the explodey fucking monster, and she's like, even she has the face of who the fuck is what's going Why on are you here? here? <laughs> you are dumb. 
Um, and then, and then after that, like it kind of winds down. Like they got the body. Like Lois is being all like Lois is crying, just like oh no, yeah, super sad, whatever. And then Batman's like, I've literally just made friends with you because you said Martha. Yeah. And Wonder Woman's like, I kicked the monster's Fuck ass. Yeah. I don't know what the hell you guys are doing. I'm awesome. <laughs> Then, I, I want a Wonder Woman movie strictly because of how awesome she was. Yeah, and then we'll see how bad they fuck it up. And then um, they will fuck that up. Yeah. They're okay. They're going to make it so that it's actually like social issue. It's going to be almost like uh, Superwoman. If she gets harassed on the street once, I swear to Christ. I'm if she gets harassed on the street and then that person is not spaghetti by the end of that scene, uh, it's it's wrong. No. And if she feels victimized by it, even though she just turned that man into spaghetti, uh, that movie is a failure. Yeah. So, I guess we move on to the, 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 the funeral, funeral scene. scene. Now, okay. So, the last scene now plays, and it's the funeral scene. Um, Superman, because Lois Lane does not devolve any information, is still seen as the bad guy to the public, because he was blamed for blowing up the Senate building, because he was the only one that left it. Even though he left without explaining anything. Yeah. Really. Um, Didn't and, really get a good discussion of the Africa incident, even though it wasn't really an incident, even though they could have asked Lois Lane who was there. That, that, that also bothered me. Like, no information was given to the people that mattered, and everyone was very up in the air about it, so, like, even the people that kind of liked Superman in-universe were like, eh, I mean, you know, the Senate thing was kind of telling. Yeah. Yeah, they gave him a full-on fucking military funeral, even though, like, people, people still hated him, and everyone, like... I don't care if it was, like, that type of funeral and no one came because of how... Like, I think it would be more poetic because, you know, um, no one actually knew what Superman did because yeah. everyone thinks he's a bad guy. So it's like, why are they having this? Yeah. Like, it's blasphemy. Um, like, that, that, that scene I have a problem with, especially because it just pads out the fucking length because there's two funerals going on at the same time. And then there's the um, Clark funeral. Which has so many casseroles. Nine? Did we get nine casseroles? No, we had eight. We were asking eight, for eight? nine. Oh, yeah. Well, we were hoping for double digits, but, like, yeah. And it went out to the interior, and it went on to what they were eating, which is, like, a fucking pad of time. Oh, they were like, trying. There, there was, like, a small pan across, like, a dinner table as casserole, 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 and then somebody puts another casserole down. And then, and like, it cuts to somebody walking in with another casserole dish. And then, like, it, it goes into them walking, and it goes to, uh, like, all the funeral goers... Um, in, in the Clark living room. And there's fucking three casserole dishes just right there. So many casseroles. <laughs> that, was, that was the best part, was the casserole dishes. I, I, I enjoyed that. I was really hoping that they were just going to amass enough casserole to bury him in casserole. <laughs> you, just, you just pan out to his grave and it's just actually like this big corningware dish. And he's just... He <laughs> oh. laid right in it into like a nice bed of macaroni. <laughs> it's fucking great. Anyway, well, we'll, we'll fucking finish the scene. Um, so it shows Lois Lane, obviously a little sad, picks up some dirt, no particular reason. I guess, oh yeah, at some point, I guess, uh, Clark was going to ask her to marry him, because she was given a ring, which was not alluded to at all until that point. I mean, they were lovey-dovey, but that's not like, that That seemed like more, oh, this is a newfound thing, like, I don't yeah. know how men, like, Man of Steel portrayed their, their relationship. When when they when he first walked in on her in the bath when she got back with all the bullet nonsense and you know had their first lovey dovey interaction scene if he just stood outside of the door with the ring for a second and then tucked it away and then walked in bam this ring payoff would have been great otherwise what the fuck is this ring it's it, it just comes out of nowhere it just tries to tug at your heartstrings yeah. even though by this point in the movie you can see that everyone didn't like it's a weird combination of they were trying so hard to be edgy but didn't try hard enough. So, 
The movie was half-assed. The movie was half-assed. Anyway, we'll get to the ending, because the ending I have a very, like, a, a few contentions with. So, yeah, Batman and Wonder Woman are chatting at the edge of the funeral. Um, guess we're, we're gonna need the fight, I guess. Get the get the other ones or something. Yeah. That's kind of implied, I guess. I um, and then there was a jail scene in which, after Wonder Woman and then, uh, and Batman left... Which, by the way, it's implied that Lois Lane didn't, like, move. Like, this, how the scene was cut was they were at the funeral... And then they parted ways, and then Lois Lane was just still at the grave with the fucking bundle of dirt in her hands. Um, and then there's a now a prison scene with Lex Luthor because they catch him uh, just learning Eldritch secrets apparently in the yeah. ship. Probably book Dark Side. Yeah, uh, there's three mother cubes that the thing holds in front of it. That's just like all this knowledge given to him. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, at least that sets it up. And then he gets dra- uh, dragged down to prison, and then Batman shows up, like. Uh, it's just a normal, like, prison inspection. He's like, the warden would like to speak with you. And, like, he was just having trouble following orders, and he finally complied. And then the lights flicker, and it's like, ooh, needless padding of the movie, even though it's over already. Uh, and then, like, it, lights go out, and the lights come back on. It's the emergency red lights. And then Batman's there, and he's just like, I'm transferring you to Arkham, Arkham Asylum. And then he has the Bat brand. The Bat brand that kills people. The Bat... Uh, and then punches the wall with it because evidently he doesn't want him to die even though he's a fucking asshole. This is the one character you would actually want to die instead of petty criminals and then you just don't. And then it cuts right back to Lois Lane still standing at the grave with a handful of dirt. And then the movie ends with her throwing the dirt on the casket and uh, for a split second because Lord knows this movie's not done with this bullshit the dirt levitates slightly. Because uh, credits. Superman's known for his psychic powers, I guess? I don't know how to explain that. And if Superman's alive, this movie was absolutely... Like, this movie was pointless enough, but if Superman is alive, this movie was absolutely nothing. No, this movie, I... When we were talking, I've learned that this movie is... If you're going to fire Chekhov's gun, the gun needs to be loaded with something to fire. There's <laughs> there's there's so much things that are trying to happen with no either lead up into or there's so much lead up into it that just falls flat. Like there's there's not even blanks in it. Like it doesn't make an impact. None of the, nothing in this movie makes an impact. Half the chambers of this Chekhov's revolver is filled, but they're hitting the other half whenever they fire. They're playing Russian roulette, and hopefully it'll pay off. But they're yeah, missing every time. Yeah, that's pretty much what this movie was. Yeah. Chekhov's gun, but Russian roulette style. Holy crap! It's it's. It's difficult. It's difficult to like this movie. And I see people defend it. Like, alright, if... I, I don't know how they can defend it. Like, anyone with a brain would be pissed off at the fact that one word stopped that fight and it wasn't even meaningful. So, yeah, my, my big burning questions are... Why are Superman and Batman super okay with just killing people all the time? For... doesn't matter. Yeah, in this, uh, in this universe, they just kill people. Why did... Lex know Clark and who Batman or who Bruce Wayne was like how did how did he figure this out because apparently he wasn't in Man of Steel and there's no way like he could just go well he could find Clark like endearing like he saw like he read his articles but he doesn't know Superman and he knew he was Superman through at the beginning yep With- um after that why create Doomsday like I realize it's to probably kill Superman, but usually when Plan A fails, then you go to Plan B. You don't make a Plan B as Plan A goes. If you're a supervillain in a comic, usually you have your one plan. Shit that didn't work. Back to the drawing board. Then we have Doomsday. Either way, um, like and if what if Superman failed, and then all of a sudden you have Doomsday to deal with, and if if Superman got killed by Batman, shit. Now we have Doomsday. 
if Superman killed Batman, okay, sweet. Now we still have Doomsday. I love how Doomsday was literally just a plot device for them to team up. Like, nothing... Doomsday was nothing. Doomsday... Fucking poor Doomsday. I just... And, and finally, my last question is, who is this movie for? It's not for me. As a comic I've been, I've been fan tr- and like, superhero fan, this movie is not for me. I hated it. And as a person who's like kind of into the comics, but not exactly, like I don't keep up with the comics whatsoever, I also had so many questions. Yep. Like Nothing was for me. Like They name-dropped people. If I didn't know who the symbols related to, I would be like, who the fuck is this guy with the cube? Like, why are they padding exposition in it when it's not needed? Yeah. Like, they, they do so much shit. They do so much shit to pad that movie when it didn't need to. So what's your rating? What do you give this movie? <sighs> I give this movie um, a casserole dish out of ten. Empty. Empty. They're gone. Like, you went to that funeral and you were like, the Clark Funerals, they're famous for their casseroles, and then all of it's gone. I... Give it the crusty cheese that's left around the edge of that casserole dish that's really hard to scrub off out of ten. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> oh, man. I really hated this movie. Like, I, I know you hated it, but holy fuck. Okay, it was boring. Like, alright, they could have had the sentence, like, actually exciting or cut them out because it's not needed. Uh, the fight scene didn't pay off whatsoever. Like, if one... if. X person stabbed X person. I don't care if Superman won. I don't care if Batman won. There was no payoff to that fight. It's Batman versus Superman, not Batman versus Superman, except sometimes when Doomsday comes. And also Wonder Woman's there, and Lois Lane is also being a shithead. Wonder Woman was the best part about that movie. No, Wonder Woman wins. Batman versus Superman, Wonder Woman wins. The the in-joke about the guy with no legs, the in-joke about the casserole dishes, and Wonder Woman were my three favorite parts about that movie. Yeah. 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 That guy with no legs had the most payoff, and he fucking blew up. He blew up. He blew up big time. So, that was terrible. Let's do it again sometime. Next week, we will not, probably not. Probably, probably not next week, but we have been dicks. This movie has been dicks to us. I'm tired. <laughs> we'll, we'll catch you next time. Bye! Bye!